Hi, I'm K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdwick Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with the mixed media artist behind Warped Vortex art and cosplayer Tirsa Sullivan, aka Vortex, here to talk about their art experiences as a longtime cosplayer, fellow podcaster, and products offered on their website. Welcome, Vortex. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for reaching out and like constantly getting me because I, 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 it's just so much that I have on my plate. I just, just forget stuff all the time. I apologize for that. Hey, we are all in the same boat, you know, uh-huh. so <laughs> artists always got something to do. Yeah, I always, God, I have so much to do nowadays and I'm doing it full time because I think I feel like I have to fill up my schedule, uh-huh. to, I guess, to just because, but that that's an aside. But uh, well, I didn't I mentioned- know you were doing this full time now. Yeah, I've been doing it like a year full time. Wow. Um, wow. And then the writing that I'm doing as well. So I've actually reduced the interviews down. I used to do two of them, published two of them a week. Mm-hmm. But now I'm reducing them down to just one day a week. I mean, you, just- you got to know your limits. Like I was doing it every other Friday and I had to just stop uh-huh. <laughs> and focus on the business side which is Warp Vortex art, because I just had so many conventions and fairs and pop-ups lined up. Like I have BlurCon in a couple of weeks. And after that, I have Shore Leave. And then after that, I have TCon. So yeah, so my podcast will not be back until probably August, <laughs> maybe uh-huh. September. Well, we kind of jumped ahead a little bit, which is fine. I know. But yeah. That's right. <laughs> we just flowing. We just flowing. <laughs> but outside my introduction, who is Vortex in their own words? So Vortex is a weird, beautiful person. Um, I chose Vortex because sometimes that's just where my brain goes. I'll think of one thing and then I'll just flip the script and think of a whole other concept for my art. Um, I love glow in the dark. Um, And one of the reasons is because I knew there was a spark, there was a glow in me. And I felt as though growing up in certain areas of my life, I wasn't giving the opportunity to show that. And I put that in my art to help bring out the glow in in other people. So Mm -hmm. that's what I do. Well, what kind of, I guess you already mentioned it, but what kind of art does Warped Vortex art offer? Like, what do you specialize in? So you say glow in the dark. Is there anything else that you like to produce and to sell to other people? Well, it's mixed media art. So Mm -hmm. I use um, laser cutters. I use glow powder, resin. Um, I also use glow in the dark vinyl, glow in the dark thread. So um, I do a lot of layered artwork um for instance actually i have one right here it's a mock-up so it's fela kuti if you can see there we go yeah it is and so that's like five layers of vinyl right there so that's what i'm working on right now Uh and it glows in the dark um so i'm starting to do portraits um i put it on canvas um I'm also doing I just started t-shirts so I'm doing layered vinyl t-shirts that glow in the dark um Mm. I'm also coming out next year with my own clothing line um and the clothing is going to be non-gender and just so it can fit all kinds of body types yeah and you also do work with 
with magnets. I wanted to just put down whole thing. <laughs> the bookmark. That's my bookmark. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the thread glows in the dark. So I will be doing a lot more with glow in the dark thread in my fashion line. So let's go ahead and I guess transition into your cosplay. So I just watched, uh, it's like a really short 20, 25 minute documentary about uh, black cosplayers by uh, Cheyenne Iwulu Uh uh, called The Shades of Cosplay. So they discuss their joys and like offenses they've experienced navigating in the cosplay world so how has your experience been as a cosplayer well one it's so diverse Mm -hmm. I love cosplay and I just wish that folks would just see it as an art form instead Mm -hmm. of just oh well you don't match that gender or you don't match that skin type I mean a lot of the cosplays out there are based off of Japanese art (laughs) yeah hello (laughs) but I mean in the same aspect like it's it's for everyone you know it's for everyone age gender um, culture just it's just art and I just wish folks would see it as that Um, I sometimes like to do gender bends Um, I definitely have been enjoying um, like uh Michael Burnham from Star Trek Discovery because Mm -hmm. growing up it was all about cowboys and shoot them up and bang bang it's like there has to be more to star trek than this and then discovery came around it's like yes this is what it should be all about (laughs) so that right now is my favorite cosplay right now and i get so many kudos i even met some of the cast from star trek discovery at uh, Mm -hmm. awesome con and when they saw me they was like oh it's captain it's So that was like, okay, validation. I pulled it off. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, as I was watching it, they pretty much said the same thing. Like, this is an art and the craftsmanship mm-hmm. of a lot of the props that, you know, these people put together. Like, the people are putting their stuff together like a year in advance a yeah. lot of the times because yeah. in the competitions, you kind of have to put them together yourself in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's yeah, different like, categories when you go into yeah. the competitions. And I remember this one uh black guy was talking about how he went as beast boy and from teen titans and he's like he's green and a lot of the teen titans are not even human so right. a lot of people on reddit were mad it's like oh beast boy is not black i was like no he's not black he's green what are you talking about exactly i guess because they figured the voice actor is white mm-hmm. that he's automatically white too like with starfire and raven and, you know, um, Cyborg is half robot. Like, is he supposed to go as Cyborg because we all see him as Black? What does that mean? And then right. there was um, one woman who went as one of the uh, My Little Ponies. Mm-hmm. And people were mad about that because I guess they don't see these fictional characters that are not even human mm-hmm. as they see them as white in in their eyes in their mind it's like they're not real so why does it even matter matter? right exactly exactly i mean sometimes i think it's just for their personal justification Mm -hmm. to make sense of things because as humans we have to categorize but come on just think outside the box (laughs) yeah yeah i just love the creativity a lot of people have with their cosplays when they dress up as like uh, like a transformer or mm-hmm. something they saw in a video game it's crazy i remember going to baltimore comic-con last year 
And out of all of the cosplays, um, one of my favorite was they were doing the Doctor Strange ones. Um, so, you know, here in Baltimore, when they on the steps outside of the convention center, yeah. they were out there and they were doing all the Doctor Stranges. And there was one that was a Doctor Strange prince. So he had the guitar oh. of Prince's symbol and everything. Uh-huh. He had the, you know, his hair and the glasses and like his facial hair and everything as Prince, but he still is Doctor Strange. Right. So I thought that was really cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, there's a Super Saiyan around here. Uh, and he's a Saiyan Prince, I believe that's his handle. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, he <laughs> he's like the Vegeta version of Prince. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to get into cosplay and it's not that I'm afraid of like any type of, you know, being discriminated against. It's just that it's, for me, it's just so many ideas mm-hmm. of trying to narrow it down. I think an easy one, it seems like an easy one to me would maybe be Link okay. from Zelda because I'm yeah. thinking I could use that at the con and I can maybe use it at like the renaissance yes there yeah so yeah. that's what i was thinking maybe okay yeah yeah <laughs> i mean sometimes you you may already have the stuff in your closet you just have to think outside the box you know like with uh iron heart um i just went to rainbow and got a regular red um shirt and just laser cut a couple pieces and then you know I had I had my iron heart you know uh-huh. <laughs> and I mean of course I had to get the wig I had to get the wig the wig is fabulous um but yeah that's my iron heart costume so like it doesn't take much to 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 cosplay I mean I would love to learn foam smithing that foam smithing when you take eva foam and you can transform into body armor stuff like that oh foam i thought you said yeah. phone like oh foam. yeah <laughs> foam <Okay. laughs> yeah foam smithing smithing um that's that's a whole other art skill so uh-huh. maybe one day and then put in the leds and you know just amp it up to a thousand yeah <laughs> well speaking of cosplay you also have a podcast called uh, cosplaying conversation which we mentioned earlier which is on pause for right now until august which yeah. is totally understandable this is this stuff is not it's it not, is easy. not easy it's not for the fainted hearts it's, it's not really not <laughs> but uh obviously it involves cosplay but what does the conversations typically entail so basically i dress up as maybe if if you had a comic book i would dress up as one of the characters characters from your comic book or something like that um, if you were a cosplayer, I would wear a cosplay that complements your character. And we just talk about like what we're doing now. We just talk mm-hmm. about the individual, what they do, why they do it, um, plug them in, uh, what organizations they may be affiliated with. Because a lot of cosplayers are also philanthropists. So just giving other people a voice and, and a platform to share it on. Well, could you elaborate on your creative process, both as a mixed media artist and as a cosplayer? Like, do you view cosplaying as, well, I guess you do as an art, as you mentioned before, or um, like, do you compete in the competitions or is it more of just a hobby? Like you do just dress up at the cons, maybe as your own booth, you know, and have they ever crossed over and blended into one another maybe? Um, yes to all of the questions. 
So uh, Warp Vortex art and cosplay and conversation feed off of one, one another. Warp mm -hmm. Vortex art um, creates the cosplays for cosplay and conversation. And the creative process is um, like I'll acquire some um, denim and like with the, the bookmark that I made, I'll just sit with it and figure out what can I do with this denim? I have so much, what can I do? And I'll, I might cut it into different shapes and just, you know, maybe lay it on different other, other fabrics or wood or something like that. And I mean, it sounds funny, but I just let the material speak to me. Um, and that's how I came up with the bookmarks, um, doing some research. And then after I made the first prototype, because prototyping is very, very important. I don't care who you are. I don't care what skill level you have. Prototype or you're going to waste your time and waste material. <laughs> so always prototype. Um, so with the first prototype, I liked it, but it wasn't staying on the page the way I wanted to. So I was like, oh, there are there's such a thing as miniature magnets. Why don't I incorporate that <laughs> into it? That makes sense. Um, so that's how I started making the, the bookmarks. Um, and then, yeah, there it is. Yep. <laughs> and then with the cosplay, um, it's more so what I'm into at that moment. Um, like I said, with Michael Burnham, because of the uh, uh, Star Trek Discovery, I was just in the thrift store one day and I just so happened to see this really long red dress. I was like, I can totally turn that into a Starfleet jacket. <laughs> so that's what I did. And um, I'm not that skillful with a 3D printer, but there's a thing called Thingiverse. So, and I knew someone had to have made the, the, the comm. So I just downloaded that, painted it, and it became my, my Starfleet jacket. So um, sometimes it's just what I see in the moment becomes my my inspiration well have you ever been commissioned to make a cosplay for somebody or maybe a prop for someone for their cosplay so i have only done one commission and it was for my nephew <laughs> it was it was a few years ago um my my sister is very very competitive and my nephew wanted to be a transformer. So he's like, auntie, can you please make me a transformer? So I did it in like less than a week. I will never do that again. That was so stressful. <laughs> but I ended up doing the cardboard version of Optimus Prime. And when he lied down, he actually transformed into the truck, mm -hmm. which was really cool. And I did not want to be too attached to the artwork because he was only like six at the six or seven at the time and I knew it was going to be destroyed because everyone's gonna be like oh my goodness this is so cool um but when he came home like you could tell the teachers try to fix it with duct tape <laughs> they really tried <laughs> but but yeah and oh and I I laser cut the all spark so I put like leds in it so he could turn it on and he had the all spark and he could like oh, wow. it. So yeah, I, I went all out for him, but like 
as far as commissions, I, I don't do it because I can barely do my own cost <laughs> cosplays. So sorry, y'all out there. I can't do it. I can barely <laughs> do my own. <laughs> so what advice could you offer to other creators, whether it be in mixed media art and cosplay, it can be with the podcasting or whatever it may be, um, that you wish someone would have told you when you first started? Well, I honestly, I think I got a lot of advice. I did a lot of research. Um, shout out to my mentors. I love Nerd Life. They inspired me to start my podcast. Um, but the advice that they gave to me was make sure that you have the energy to do it. Because mm -hmm. like what both you and I said at the beginning, like we had to tone it down a little bit. You know, yeah. um, it is a, it's very involved, especially if you're serious about it. Um, I mean, it it has opened my eyes to a lot of possibilities and it's nothing to, to sleep on. Like you got to set up the interviews. You got to make sure people fill out your paperwork because you need consent. Um, you, you need to do the editing, you got to publish, you got to make sure the hashtags are right. Just <laughs> the hashtags, the hashtags. Um, yeah, I have a whole, I have like multiple notes in the uh, note app on my thing that has yes, all the hashtags and it just, yes. that saves me like 30 minutes of time. Right it, it does. It does. But at the same time, it's like, you got to still edit it because everyone is different. So you got to plug yeah. them in and plug that in and do all your socials hopefully at the same time and then pray that it actually works because I have definitely uploaded videos that I was very proud of and then I get a quick message like it cuts out at 30 seconds like what ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so so just just be ready for things to happen mm -hmm. um but like I said prototype 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 don't waste your material I have definitely wasted material thinking oh it's good um, especially if you're working with wood wood has their seasons like you could definitely buy a bad batch of wood and just ruin everything um, and it's not your fault it's just nature <laughs> uh -huh. so just you know prototype make sure you have the energy and if you don't have the energy like just love yourself take the time off like I've recently definitely seen some podcasters be like work is taking over be back in a month like just be honest with folks be honest with yourself be honest with your audience we respect you uh, a lot more yeah like I said like we said in the beginning I had to reduce it down and reducing it down allows me to have more time to do other things even just to maybe like I've been taking more naps lately, which is really nice. Yes. I was like, I haven't taken a nap myself. in a really long time. This is nice. It is. It's really nice. <laughs> but I, it allows me to have multiple interviews in the week, but then they get published later on and again, yes. it's time to do other things. Yes. And yeah, it's, it, it, it's just a lot. And you just have to, like you said, adapt because like there's really no rules to any of this like it's still kind of like brand new even though there's people who've been podcasting for like 10 years mm -hmm. but in order for them to be doing it for 10 years they've adapted to yes. the the culture or society or whatever's going on at the time for them to still continue to be able to do it yeah so and if you don't get the likes don't worry about it 
Yeah. Don't worry about it. Like your message may be just for five people and that's great. You know, that's great. But if you're serious, then you will get that slow burn that you need, you know, to, to get where you need to go. Just, you know, don't, don't stress out about, oh, they didn't like it. But what I can't stand are those trolls. Like you should post on and you please leave me alone. Don't fill up my, my messages with that BS. Like stop. (laughs) please <laughs> so you get the trolls with the is it with the cosplay or is it with the podcasting or all of the above but like you should it, oh. you should post that you know black entre- entrepreneurs it's like thanks but they want money from me and i know <laughs> you know like no no thank you just yeah. like it and keep on going thank you leave it for someone else who actually appreciates my work uh-huh well i guess throughout pretty much everything that you do and then this is just the stuff that you do either as a living or as a hobby this doesn't even include you know parenting and maybe being you know in a partnership and then who knows you may have like a full-time or part-time job outside and then Mm -hmm. trying to maintain a social life and time for yourself so does it or has it ever become overwhelming in like too much at times like you know we've talked about it multiple times about taking time out for ourselves but how do you typically manage your mental well-being when it does become too much just know when to say no (laughs) um the power of no is empowering um even because I have a full-time job and then I had a part-time job and Um, I also do mentoring on the side and full-time parent and then my my business is um, it's just knowing when to say okay I need to stop in this moment you know wellness day even if wellness day is just taking a nap all day and having ice cream for breakfast it's fine (laughs) it's totally fine (laughs) I've been eating uh, beyond meat, beyond meat burgers. I had one this morning for like ten o'clock this morning. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I can't. I can't be bothered with making a healthy breakfast. Not today. Yeah, not today. Not today. I made some pulled pork last night, and was like, hey, it's gonna be breakfast. Yay! <laughs> exactly. I can't be bothered I'm eating French fries, and my skin's gonna hate me in like a couple of days. And I'm like. I'll be fine. I'll be all right. Yes, it will clear up. It will clear up. But yeah, just just uh, just knowing you have to listen to yourself, point blank. If your body's like, oh, we're having a breakout, you need to slow it down. Um, you know, or just you know, just you just have to listen to yourself because everyone's body talks to them differently, and you just have to know your own body language. So, yeah, my body will just just like not shut down I think that's I'm just exaggerating when I say that but my like a couple of weeks ago I was thinking of like slowing down and how to really do that because for the last like year and a half I've been doing these interviews I've been doing the podcast for three years but I've been doing the interviews pretty much consistently at least one a week for the last year right like year and a half at this point and I like what does that look like slowing down since I'm so used to you know going with this momentum of at least one person a week Mm -hmm. and like that next day my body was like nope 
you're not you're not doing anything i yeah. was sick for like three days after that mm-hmm. and I hadn't been sick in a while it was just like a like a summer cold i don't know where i got it from um but but yeah it's my body just kind of like was like no you have to rest mm-hmm. and slow down and then that's when i decided okay i'm only going to do one a week right and then just post them like whenever i can and just mm-hmm. do it like that because right it's not killing me again that would be an exaggeration but figuratively it was, it's killing me so. yeah it's it, there's only one of you mm-hmm. so you have to take care of you and that's extremely important and sometimes folks don't get that no, they <laughs> you know, don't. if you go down who's gonna take care of you <laughs> exactly <laughs> But um, my last question for you, Vortex, is what is your idea of success? So I ask that because as creators, if we're not getting regular paychecks from a full-time job or making consistent revenue from our art, we consider failures or we consider ourselves failures. Many of us will put our dreams and projects on the back burner or give them up altogether because this career path can be highly intimidating and competitive. So what is your idea of quote-unquote success? Well, I will say I would like to win Cash for Life putting it out there. (laughs) Um, But right now, um, because of the T virus, because you can't say the other word, apparently. um, Yeah, I learned that at one of the cons at a at a um, uh, a meetup. Um, But just right now, success for me is giving back. And resting because if I don't rest then I'll be cranky and if I'm cranky then I won't be able to do the things that I want to do and need to do to help other people (laughs) um I definitely would like to be able to pay all my bills on time or early Uh um but I have to trust in the process and believe that I'm on the right path and so far that has been working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, doors have definitely been opening up. I'm the type of person, when I go up the ladder, you go up the ladder. We all going up at the same time. I'm not gonna go up and then put the, you know, send it d- back down for y'all. We going together, let's do this together. Um, so I've been going to um, a few pop-ups and bringing some friends with me, you know, asking the, um, the folks putting together the pop-ups if like I could share a table with a friend so like hey you start your business share the table with me you know like yeah just just Mm -hmm. get your stuff out there um so that's success for me um in this moment bringing my friends up with me who also are artists um because we 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 have to stick together we have to communicate we have to share the wealth uh you know, it's lonely at the top and I don't yeah. want to be lonely at the top. I, w- I want to have all my peace with me. Like, yes, we made it. Be more. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never understood the appeal of, I guess, is well, not the appeal, but it's lonely at the top. And then it's like, it, it people kind of look at it not as a good thing, but it's like, they're at the top, but you're there by yourself. Like, right, so right. What's, what's the point of being up there by yourself? Right. You and and what's the whole point of, you know, sending the elevator back down? Like, why can't we share the elevator? Uh-huh. Why can't we all be on there? It, it could probably hold 2K 
two thousand pounds. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I think an elevator, a standard elevator, can hold like almost three thousand pounds. Like yeah, twenty eight hundred yeah. pounds. <laughs> Something like that. Like you can pile the people in. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, is there anything else that you want to touch on about your business, uh, War Vortex Art, or you as a cosplay the podcast? I know, you, I know, you mentioned that you're going to be at some cons. Do you know the ones you you'll be at exactly? So I will definitely be at BlurCon in a couple of weeks. That's the first weekend in July. And then the weekend after that, I will be at Shore Leave. So BlurCon is in Virginia. Shore Leave is in Maryland. Um, and then I will be at TCon, which is a t-shirt convention, um, the third weekend in July. And that's in D.C. Will you be at Baltimore Comic Con? Have you applied for that? Yes. Um, that's not until October, but yes, I, I applied for that before I left last year. Um, so I will definitely be at Baltimore Comic-Con this year. Um, so yeah, come see me, check me out. I'm just, I just asked that one specifically because I applied for it. And I'm pretty much asking everybody who else is going to be there because I've, be I've never worked a con before, so I have no idea. Oh, hit me up. I will I will help you with whatever you need help with. <laughs> Are you going to have a table? Or are you going to do like a discussion? What you doing? Yeah, I'm doing a table um, for my books. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. They actually like request. And I was like, can you just put me where all the other... Uh, urban fantasy authors are going to be i don't want to be in the back right, right, or anything right, like right, that right. you put me because i know rod was uh rod van blake yeah um was by like the bathrooms over there but it's a high traffic area right there so mm-hmm. i was like if you can put me somewhere over there and it was two other authors jp jackson two, huh jp jackson jp jackson mm-hmm. and it was two other female urban fantasy authors that were over there too they were like one was in Rob was in this lane and then one was here and then the other was on the other side and I forgot their names I bought their books they're somewhere around here mm-hmm. um but yeah I just like can you just put me over there with them that'll be I, I really yeah. appreciate it but that's yeah. pretty much it so. I mean I I do the same like uh there's certain cons if I know for sure that like another friend vendor is going to be there like put me next to them and then we just have our snacks and we just be geeking the whole time (laughs) (laughs) all right well again i want to thank the mixed media artist behind warp vortex art and cosplayer tirsa sullivan aka vortex for joining us here today to discuss their art warped vortex art (laughs) uh, experiences as a longtime cosplayer the host of cosplay and conversations podcast and products offered on their website i highly recommend our listeners to consider giving vortex's website a look and support if they can all of vortex's socials and website will be listed in this episode's details for those who are interested again i'm ks garner and you've been listening to the solo nerdwork podcast thank you thank you